Mr. Sabat. Oh, hello. Hello, Henry. Have a drink? No, thank you, sir. Well, what do you come into a saloon for if you ain't going to drink? No offense, Mr. Sabat. I just don't feel like a drink. Well, man's free to do what he feels like, Henry. Up to a point he is, sir. You're all alike, you southerners. We keep our word. To men and to women. Now, is that what you're here for? To see I don't run off? No man's going to shame my sister, sir. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm going to marry her in two days. Yes, sir. You are. Now, look, Henry. We postponed the wedding last month because I had to go to Abilene on business. I run a big ranch. It takes a lot of hard work and time. And the ranch comes first. Can you get that through your head? I understand. I just hope for your sake you don't have to go anywhere this time. Polly wasn't proud having to call off the wedding last month. Well, suppose you leave that to me and Polly and keep your puppy nose out of this. I don't care for that remark, Mr. Sabbath. Oh, no? Well, then let's see what a young Confederate gentleman does about something he don't care for. Go ahead. You're wearing a gun. You can't bluff me, sir. All right, hold it, you two. Oh. Get this little whippersnapper off of my back, Marshal, before I shoot That's him. enough, Cybex. I don't want any fighting here. Especially between prospective brothers-in-law. You two ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Now, Henry, you go on. Get out of here, huh? Go drink someplace else tonight. I'm not drinking, Marshal. Well, you're still ahead. Get out anyway, huh? All right, sir. But don't you forget what I said, Mr. Sabat. Oh, those hot-headed Virginians. I don't know if I ought to marry into a family like that or not. Well, marrying's your problem, Sabat. Just don't kill any of them, that's all. <laughs> Have a drink, Marshal. I got one at the table over there, thanks. Well, later, maybe. Maybe. sure stopped that just in time, Matt. Yeah. That kid wouldn't have had a chance against Matt Seibert. No, but he'd have tried it anyway. <laughs> They're going to make a real happy family. Now, they'll get along. Seibert's and Polly, anyhow. They will if Henry and his father give him a chance. It's too bad Mrs. Troyman isn't still alive. Should handle it better. Now, they're nervous about the wedding. That's all, Kitty. And about Seibert's money. They need it bad. Ah, I used to be rich, Kitty. Back in Virginia. Sure, before the war. What about now? Why do you think they're so happy to be able to marry Polly off to a big rancher like Cyber? You know it as well as I do, Matt. Yeah, except for Polly. I think she's real fond of Cyber. Sure. And he's fond of her, too. After all, she's a woman, isn't she? Yeah, I know. But maybe you'll settle down now and quit running around so much. I hope so, for her sake. When's the wedding, Matt? Day after tomorrow? Yeah, that's what they say. You're uh, going, aren't you? Yeah, I suppose I'll go. <laughs> I love weddings. Oh, great heavens, Kitty. I nearly forgot. What? I saw Polly on the street the other day, and she asked me to tell you that you'd be welcome at the wedding if you want to come. She did? <laughs> well, I've only met her at the and around. It seems she likes you. Anyway, that's what she said. Well, gee, Matt. You think I should? Well, you were invited for the bride. I don't know why not. Well, maybe I'd better think it over. She's got enough trouble as it is. But anyway, I, I feel kind of good, her asking me. 
They're just people, Kitty. Like anybody else. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, if there's anything I hate, it's a liar, Matt. <laughs> What's the trouble now, Doc? These eggs. And the cook swore they were fresh, and I know darn well they've been put down in water glass. <laughs> Why don't you raise some chickens, Doc? I would. But it just created a whole new class of thieves. Chicken thieves. <laughs> You're in for a bad day, Doc. You started feeling this way. Uh, I'd sooner trust Crazy Buell over there than most people I know around here. Uh, Crazy Buell? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long time. You know, it's a funny thing about her, Matt. She's still sort of pretty. After you look in her eyes, she is. You know, Doc, I can't help feeling sorry for her. Well, I know, but there's nothing anyone can do to help her. No, I guess not. She came to see me a couple of weeks ago. Had the ague. No. And she paid my fee, too. And if Crazy Bueller can pay up... You'd think the more prosperous citizens around here could, too. Oh, I sometimes wonder about these people, man. Really, I do <laughs> Maybe you charge too much, Doc. If I charge nothing, they'd still cheat me somehow. <laughs> uh, good morning, Mr. Dillon. Chester, how are you? Chester. Hey, looky here at this. Read it. No? If Nat Seibert's marries that Tryman girl, there'll be a killing. I'm warning the law to stop it before it's too late. Uh, there's no signature. Where'd you get this, Chester? It was under the office door when I opened up this morning. What do you make of it? Uh, let me see it, Matt. Here, Doc. Uh, oh! Oh, it's printed. Thought I might recognize writing. Now, that's why you printed it, I guess. Uh, well, oh, I see. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that fabric's boots. Young Henry is going to shoot him if he doesn't marry Polly. And here somebody is going to shoot him if he does. <laughs> Well, all in all, it'll make for a lively tomorrow. Chester, I think we better talk to Syberts about this. Uh, yes, sir. He's staying at the Dodge House till after the wedding. Yeah, I know. Well, so long, Doc, and uh, be sure and have a pleasant day, huh? Oh, surely, Matt. <laughs> so long. I'd like to talk to you, Cybert. Why, sure, Marshal. Come in, come in. Thank you. Uh, Chester found this note at the jail this morning, Cybert. 
what in the... Who wrote this? Well, I thought maybe you could tell me. No, I've got no idea, Marshal. Oh, can you think of anybody who doesn't want you to get married, Serbert? <laughs> he was there last night, Marshal. Sure don't look like it. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking of somebody else, some enemy of yours who maybe wants to cause trouble. Uh-oh, no. I've got enemies, sure. What man hasn't? But they don't have nothing to do with me and Polly. Or they care if I get married. Oh, say, maybe it's just a joke somebody's playing on you. Mighty poor joke under the circumstances. Yeah, I suppose it would be. <laughs> Old man told me to stay away from women a long time ago. I should have listened to him. It's a little late now, isn't it, Fabrics? Yeah. Uh, if you got any ideas, let me know, huh? Anyway, we'll be at the wedding. We'll do what we can. And I'll be wearing a gun, too, Marshal. You can count on that. Nat Seibert's was a little wild, maybe, and he had a reputation with the women, but at the same time, he'd worked hard, and everybody felt that once he settled down, he'd probably be as steady as the next man. In any case, I didn't like the idea of a groom having to wear a six-gun at his wedding, and even less the fact that a shooting might take place in the church. So I went out to see the Troymans. Polly came to the door and ushered me into the front room where her father and Henry were sitting. Can we fetch you something, Marshal? Glass of bourbon? Uh, no, thank you, Mr. Troyman. It wouldn't be very good bourbon, I'm afraid. Prices up, money's down. Things haven't been easy lately. Not for this family, anyway. Please, Father. Uh, Polly... I hate to bother you this way, but, well, it's important. Nothing's happened to Matt. If he's run off, I'll... Quiet, quiet, Henry. Now, let the marshal speak. No, he, he's all right, Polly. I I just want to know if you can think of anybody who'd uh, try to put a stop to the wedding tomorrow. Try to stop it? That's right, Henry. But, Marshal, I don't understand. Well, somebody's threatened to, Polly. I don't know who it could be, and neither does Nat Seibert's. I talked to him about it, too. This is about as strange, huh? It sure is. Is this true, Marshal? Well, it looks that way, Polly. But who'd not want us to get married? Uh, Polly, when you uh, took up with Nat Seibert's, was there anyone else who might have been jealous about it? Uncommonly jealous, I mean. Enough to start trouble tomorrow? No, Marshal, there wasn't. Say, what about Red Withers? Oh, Red Withers and I broke off two months before that, Henry. Besides, he's gone to Los Animas. And, uh wasn't anyone else. No. Not unless she was sneaking out at night, like. Father, another word like that out of you and I... Never be, but Dad. Uh, Marshal, have you thought that maybe Nat Cybert himself might have started this? He didn't. How do you know he didn't? He ran out once before. Henry, we... He's not that kind of a man, Henry, that's why. Now, let's not get all upset about this. Uh, Polly, I promise you that Chester and I will be there tomorrow and we'll see that nothing goes wrong. Thank you, Marshal. I'll be there, too. Don't forget that. Sure, Henry. But don't come wearing a gun. Why not? Because I'll take it off you if you do. You're too ready to use it. Is there anything I can do, Marshal? Well, I'll let you know if there is, Mr. Troyman. I'm sorry I had to trouble you with this, Polly. I understand, Marshal, and I thank you kindly. I'll see you to the door. Thanks. The next day was the wedding day, and Chester and I waited outside the church till Polly and Nat Seibert had arrived. And we went inside and took up our positions on the 
far right and the left of the altar, facing the congregation. We were wearing our guns under our coats, and nobody seemed to take much notice of us. As soon as the ceremony began, I had a feeling that nothing would happen. And as it neared the end, I signaled to Chester, and we slipped quietly out to the church entrance. There too had given and pledged their cross either to other, and have declared the same by giving them what you Oh, I can see him there with a lot of real friendly faces, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. There's nobody outside here. Mm. It, that's Mr. Cybert's buggy right there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He's driving Polly out to the ranch right after the ceremony, Chester. She didn't want a celebration of any kind. Well, it looks like there won't be any trouble after all. I sure hope not. On their wedding day and all. That's over. They'll be coming out now. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll stay close to them until they drive off. It could happen right out here. Yes, sir. I'll watch whichever way you're not watching. <laughs> How will you know which way I'm watching unless you spend your time watching me, Chester? What? Oh. Well, no, I didn't exactly mean that. Oh, looky, here they come. Oh, my, don't they look proud. Unsettles a man, though, a note like that. I think you can forget about it now, Cybert. I'll forget it when I find out who wrote it, Marshal. Look, that's what I wanted to ask you. What? If you learn anything about it, let me know. You promise me that? What would you do if I did find out? I'd kill him. That's what I thought. Look, Cybert, you're married now, and you've got more than yourself to think about. I'm a peace officer. I'm paid for it. It's my job. And if I find out who wrote that note, I'll run him out of the country. And I'll try to keep you from finding out who it was. I'm not a boy, Marshal. I'm not sure I appreciate your trying to protect me. Well, what about Polly? Polly? Yeah. Yeah. I think I see what you mean, Marshal. <laughs> You're just not used to being married, Cyrus. <laughs> no. But go on. Start getting used to it. Polly's looking for you over there. Thank you, Marshal. Sure. Anything wrong, Mr. Dillon? Not a thing, Chester. Come on, let's see him out. Thank you. All right, Polly. Up you go, honey. Chester, why don't you do something about it? Well, what could I do? Get married. Huh? Me? 
Get married? Well, why not? Oh, now, Mr. Jones, you know I can't do that. Why don't make enough money to keep body and soul together just for me, let alone a wife and a lot of kids and in-laws and all that? My goodness. <laughs> well, you could start with just a wife. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's down the road, Cybert. Come on, grab a horse. Anybody's horse, Chester. Pardon me. There's the buggy, just past the bridge. I don't see nobody else. He's up, Chester, so we don't scare the horse. Yes. Take a look under the bridge, Chester. All right, sir. Marshal! Marshal, he shot him. Is he dead, Polly? He's breathing. But I couldn't drive the horse back and hold him, too. Oh, Marshal, why did they do it? Who did it, Polly? How many were there? Get in the buggy and drive back to docks quick. Yes, sir. All right, j j just give me them lines, Polly. And tell everybody to stay in town. I don't want them messing up the tracks out here. Now, hurry. We'll be there before you know it, Polly. Hold him tight now. <laughs> as soon as the buggy had gone and the dust had settled, I looked around everywhere but could see no one. Then I walked back and followed Chester's horse tracks down off the wagon road. His were the only marks on that side of the bridge, so I crossed over to the other side. And there I found the footprints of what must have been either a child or a woman. They led off in the direction of a small cabin about 300 yards away. And I followed them, gun in hand, at a slow trot. When it was clear that whoever it was had gone straight to the cabin, I left his trail and approached the door from a right angle. Why, there's nobody here. Hold it. Oh, you, Marshal. Bueller, come on outside, Bueller, quick. Now, who's in there? Tell me. Nobody, Marshal. Nobody now that I'm out here. You're trapped. Come out with your hands up. What are you yelling for, Marshal? There, I got my hands up. See? Get out of the way, Beulah. Get out of the way. Everybody that tells crazy Beulah to get out of the way. That's what Nat said. Get out of the way, crazy Beulah. Nat? But he won't say it no more. I fixed him. Bill, what are you talking about? He wouldn't even look at me on the street after. Then he up and married that Troyman girl. You mean you, Charlotte? I warned you, Marshal. I told you to stop it. I told you what happened. I told you. 
There's nobody in there. Smell my rifle. Well, where is it? Right there by the door. Yeah, it's been fired, all right. Did you really shoot Matt Cybers, Bueller? I want the truth now. Said I would, didn't I? I hate him. But why? Why did you do it? Tell me. No. I won't tell you. I don't have to. Well, it's clear enough that you did it. All right, Bueller. Get your things and let's go into town. I don't need nothing, Marshal. I got all dressed up and everything. See? See? Yeah. Yeah, you look fine. I feel better now, Marshal. Now that it's all over. He's dead. I feel a lot better. Give her anything she wants, Chester, see that she's comfortable. Yes, sir, I will. It sure beats all load, don't it? Yeah. Well, I'm going up to Doc's. Maybe Sybert's can talk now. Well, you better hurry. Paul, I'll be back there in a minute. All right. she did it? Yeah, she said you wouldn't look at her on the street. Told her to get out of the way or something. Doesn't matter much. Unless you want to tell me. Well, just a bit. I got drunk one night, Marshal, and she kind of chased after me ever since, and I tried to keep out of her way. I see. If I live. If you live. I don't know, Marshal. Might even tell her the truth. 
All right, man. Now, that's enough. Yeah, sure, Doc. So long, Savitz. Bye, Marshal. Two days later, Doc announced that Nat Seibert's would live. And the next day, they moved him up to the Troyman house where Polly could nurse him. I never did know if he told Polly what it was all about. Maybe he didn't have to. Crazy Beulah never asked about him, never mentioned his name again. For her, it was all over and done with. And then finally, somebody remembered that she had people in St. Louis. And once I located them, I put her on a train and sent her off. She seemed quite happy about the trip. And more normal than I'd ever seen her. <laughs> 